This is Captain Jeff, and welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. Today, Captain Norm Beckoff rants about the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, also talks about the upcoming South Florida Blue Marlin Tournament. So enjoy today's podcast and run that dog. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Did you see about all the Blue Marlins? That they've been catching here. Yes, all summer long. I didn't think that oh, they. Um, yeah. I didn't think they would go up into July, August. Like three in Miami, one in Key West. Just this week, four, four this weekend. Well, that that's that's not the unnorm for. I mean, think about it. We're in the third week of September. We get a nice push of fish come back through. Mm-hmm. But what's what was really impressive is guys caught them in July and all the way through August. And now they're getting them here at the end of September, which we should get some. Mm-hmm. But it's not a long season like the spring usually. Yeah. But more the merrier as far as I'm concerned. Well, the other thing is is that I've just been noticing, like, uh, I guess it was uh, Rick on the uh, Jimbo Flyer. Right. Or the Thomas Flyer. Thomas Flyer, yeah. Uh, the Thomas Flyer down in Miami. They were fishing for blue marlins. Oh, I, they, I, yeah, that I didn't fish know was that. caught on a lure. That fish was caught on a lure. I mean that that was a that was a blue marlin lure. I, I was I was paying attention, you know. They were fishing for a blue marlin or a big dolphin, none, nonetheless. But I mean it was a it was a it was a blue marlin lure. It was a high speed lure. Yes, yeah, so I saw Jimbo caught that fish, and um, I didn't really look into it. You know, I was just like, oh, nice another no. blue marlin. But I didn't no. know if they were targeting them or what. No, and it's not like I talked to that guy all the time or yeah. something. Um. I just I just happened to notice the lure in in his mouth and I mean it was a it was a you know looked like a Henry Chi or one of those lures, right? Yeah. That that uh, so that guy made it official about the Blue Marlin tournament here next. Summer? Bruce, yeah, um, he's he's this close from making it official, and uh, and the only reason I'm using quotes is, is he hasn't made the announcement yet, but he says it's going to be. July 2021, and he and Jimmy Lewis have partnered up nice. uh, to put this thing on, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna go for it. We, we need to get uh, Bruce on this and do a podcast. Yeah, I, I reached out to Bruce, and I think he wanted to try to uh, accomplish a few things before he got on the podcast. But he sounded like he wanted to be on the podcast. But you know how it is with the podcast; people overthink it. They think like they actually have to, yeah, you know. Well, I, he's a pretty he's a pretty cool dude. So I mean, I I think uh, I think you definitely need to get him on here. I'm just saying yeah. that like if I had him on here already, yeah. Then if a whole bunch of great shit happened in the next three months, then I get him on here again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. people think of the podcast like it's just one thing. Like I got to get ready for it. I need to know nah, what to say. Yeah, it's a recurring. And it's thing, it'd be nice yeah. just to get him in or conversate actually before, you know, he actually gets it confirmed. Just kind of see how you know. Or huh? or. He makes the announcement on this podcast. Ah, make the announcement on the Real Guy yeah. podcast. Oh, that's great marketing yeah. mind there, Norm. Yeah. So nice. Every good, once in a while. Good thinking. Every once in a while. Talking about putting shit on, they made the official announcement that they're going to go ahead with the Four Lauderdale Boat Show. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm kind of I'm glad they're you know they're going to do it and everything, but I was not ready for that. Well, you know, I've been kind of following it. All year, because that's the type of thing where they can't just cancel it 
at the last minute. Um, they've got to, in order to put that show on. There's contracts. Um, there's all kinds of you know uh, stuff that goes on bes- behind the scenes ahead of the boat show that has to happen, and you know we weren't getting any wind of anything being canceled all summer long. Right. So I started thinking to myself, you know what? I bet you these guys, I was like 50, 50. Okay. Even with the, you know, with, with everything else and all the other boat shows that got canceled. Right. I was 50, 50 with this one, uh, going ahead. And when it, it really did not come as a, as a surprise to me that they're going ahead with it. Right. Now, what is a surprise is that they're doing this in Broward County when they've shut everything else down. That was what I was going to bring up. Okay. Like, like how does that's what I mean? Like, I wasn't ready for them to say, oh, okay, we're going to do the boat show because the fucking elbow room can't even serve a beer over there. That's a crying shame. Well, I'm just saying, the elbow room can serve a beer, but they're going to. But they're going to put the boat show on. And they're going to give people advance notice. About putting the boat show on. Did they give the people at the elbow room in advance notice whether or not to order beers or not? I'm telling you. Right. I'm telling you. And that's what I mean by, like, I didn't think it was going to happen. I would be at the elbow room right now. With this with this weather, it's a perfect day to be at the elbow room. This is an elbow room type of day. Absolutely. <laughs> but the, but I'm saying, and, you know, I'm just using the elbow room as, a, as the example because everybody knows what the elbow room means and what it stands for. Yeah. But there's all sorts of bars all across town. Yeah. Restaurants that are at friggin' hardly where they at a percentage where they can't make money, but they're going to announce the boat show. Now, Norm, what do you think the average age of a boat buyer at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show is? The average age right now? I would have to say 42. 42. Yeah. See, I, I, I think it's way higher. Oh, no. Dude, most of those boats are fucking mega yachts. Man, I'm telling you. Well, actually... <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Well, you may as well because that's why we're here. Just talk about the boat show. Because I'm thinking a bunch of old farts. No, are going to be at the boat show. No, and those motherfuckers are going to get sick and die. No, it's a bunch of over leveraged. Uh, <laughs> so you're thinking more forties? <coughs> yeah. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's a bunch. It gets me all choked up. It's a bunch of over leveraged. People that just got the first couple of bucks in their pocket. Maybe they own their own, you know, uh, their own little business or something, and they're leveraging everything they have. Uh, they're buying the boats through their business. They're, uh, you know, they're probably, a lot of them are probably first time buyers. Because I got to tell you something, you know, as we both spend hundreds of days a year. On the inland waterways, okay, here in South Florida. Right. You tell me how many of these people that are roaring around out there in their Pershings or their Lazaras or their Azimuts, okay, which is like, that's pretty much what everybody buys today. It's like three different boats. Right. Okay. And they all look the same. Right. All right. You tell me how many of those people that are operating out there seem to know what they're doing. Well, she's done. Okay, and I mean, listen. I remember when we were younger, it was the guys in the, in the, in the forty-six foot sea rays. Okay, and those were the guys. Not to disparage any one brand, uh, but I'm just saying, you know, 
that was the if you were a Sea Ray guy back in the late '80s and early '90s, okay, you were the guy that everybody watched for, okay. Well, <laughs> you know, that guy. It, and before that, it was the guy in the Baja and the Scarab, okay, and it was it was that type of a guy, okay. okay. And then what happened was is um, he hooked up at, at Shooters, found somebody, got married. Then he graduates. He has to now. He has to sell his scarab, okay? Because the wife doesn't like the scarab so much anymore. All right, and maybe they get, maybe they have a kid. So now all of a sudden they're in a more family friendly boat, okay? So the guy sells his scarab and he matriculates into a forty six foot sea ray. But he's still just as ignorant as they ever was when he gets on that boat, okay? Yes. Well now that guy's a little bit older, okay? Now he's you know what the forty six sea ray wasn't enough boat, okay? Well you know what um, I need a I need I need a Lazaro or I need a uh, Pershing or I need a you know a, an an azimuth, okay? And he's a fifty foot azimuth guy, okay? Now all of a sudden, like twenty years, thirty years later, he's a he's a he's a fifty foot azimuth guy, and of course, you know what? Not quite enough room in that boat. I got friends. We're gonna party, okay? So now he's graduating up to a sixty five or a seventy footer, okay? And that's what you've got. Whoa, whoa! I don't think the mayor. I don't think that was going through his head when he was making the decision or not whether to push to open the boat show or not. Can you imagine the pressure? I, but I just, I'm just saying. Like, I don't think the mayor had anything to do with it. I know. I was just saying a hell of a rant, Norm. I've got to give you a freaking thumbs up on that. I can rant. You can rant. That was a good one, too. <laughs> but I do not think that's what the mayor or any of these city officials were thinking. And you actually made me feel better. And you know why you made me feel better? Because I was thinking there was a bunch of old farts down there. No. And then these poor son of a bitches, somebody no. might actually get infected by COVID and then there'd be a problem. Mm -mm. And I was just thinking that because that old crowd was going down there, that might be like the... Like I was more into opening up the elbow room than I was for opening up a boat show. But since you broke it down for me like that, and I realized that these guys aren't the old farts anymore, and they're the douchebags that are driving the Persians It's and still stuff, the same... Like, the, the, the same... Guy that had that scarab in the eight, in the eighties and the early nineties is now the, driving around the, in in an azimuth. Speaking of the guys that were into scarabs in the early eighties and nineties, <laughs> I was putting in the Fifteenth Street boat ramp the day before yesterday, and um, or maybe it was Friday, and um, the guy that all those guys with the scarabs wanted to be was actually in the canal. There was three black dudes. Um, Look like athletes or something, but they had the old style thirty-eight foot Top Gun cigarette. There's a few of them around, and I've 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 heard them coming by my my. Right, it was just up yeah. the street from your house. It's going to get even worse because they got a new dry stack that's going in next to Southport. Well, I I, I like enjoy seeing that old school big time thirty-eight foot cigarette, the Top Gun, because like you said, all those douchebags that were in the scarabs, they really wanted that thirty-eight Top Gun. Well, and and the guy, and and that's a different thing, okay? The guy that's driving around in the in the in the scarab today, well, that's the same guy whose father had one, okay? Scarab guys. Or maybe, yeah, okay. He he was a scarab guy, okay? And his father had one, or his older cousin had one, okay? So it's kind of like a nostalgic thing, okay? And so now they've you know they've they they're going out there and they're they're finding these old. 38-foot scarabs, and they're bringing them back. You know, For me, as far as I'm concerned, every time I see one of these things, it's like the 80s called, and they want their boat back. All right, let me, let me, let me, let me make it a little bit more simple for everybody. At the boat show, um, 
<coughs> is it going to be okay for them to serve those sorry ass drafts that they already serve? The if, overpriced, warm uh, draft draft beer? beers. Right. Are they going to be allowed to serve those while the elbow room is closed? Oh, no doubt. That's see that that's where it's a slap in the face. You see what I mean? No doubt. Because you're in the boat show, you can serve the sorriest beer ever created. Mm-hmm. Except the Elbow Room doesn't do a pretty good job in competing for serving sorry beers, but at least they have the corner of the best corner in the United States to do it on. Yeah. But that's a slap in the face for the boat show to be able to serve those sorry-ass drafts and then the Elbow Room be closed. I'm going to tell you what they ought to do if they really want to if they really want to kind of, I don't know, do the right thing. They ought to allow all the bars that they haven't allowed to open all year be the only vendors that can serve beer and liquor during the boat show. During the boat show. Now, that would make 100% common sense, so you know they're not going to do that. Yeah. So you know they're not going to do that. Okay. But I'm just saying, that's the way that, to me, I think they ought to go to uh, Penrod and just say, hey, listen, we're sorry that. Uh, we're bringing the the hottest event uh, in in South Florida to Fort Lauderdale in your backyard while you're closed. But here, why don't you sell some beers uh, at at the boat show? They ought to do that. They ought to at least do that. Dude, they should totally let them open up. And then, Absolutely. And then they should not let people serve beers at the boat show, so they have to go <laughs> to places like Elba Room to get one. No, well, you wouldn't want that because let me tell you what. Uh, there's so many people that come to the boat show, okay, uh, that you would not want that kind of a line outside of your bar. Well, and the brokers would get pissed off. Oh, can you imagine? The brokers, the, you do know that the brokers are the ones that came up with the whole getting the floating barge um, bar at the boat show. Well, they're the biggest alcoholics in the show, well, so only, that's why. And they're selling boats to people that the more they have to drink probably the better, the it, better is. it is oh absolutely for the broker. yeah so they're they're hardcore advocates for the floating bars yeah and if you do remember it used to be just one floating bar then there was two floating bars now there's like four floating bars and of course the sorry ass draft beer stands that are yeah. all over the place yeah. but and I they're reaper guys now are the hot chicks going to serve the beers this year or are they going to be freaked out about covid and not show up uh, no they, they'll show up it's it, listen let me tell you what everybody knows the only reason why this boat show is happening is because it's driven by the almighty dollar right okay all right it's the single biggest event when when uh when we had water taxi um we called the boat show our 13th month because we did as much uh, right. business during the five days of the boat show as we would do in an average month. Right. Okay? And that was the truth. Now, they're, they're not, so, so far, they haven't let the water taxis run yet. They're kind of like the elbow room, right? No, the water taxis, I don't know what's going on there. Um, I saw one small boat out the other day. One of the old ports was out the other day with like four people on it. But the rest of the boats have been uh, stacked. And I don't know what's going on because they, you know, that big, long floating dock that's under uh, 17th Street Causeway? Yeah. They took that away. Just the base barge is there. But the long floater that they land on, it's gone. They didn't pay attention. Uh Uh-huh. It's gone. Dude, 
Don't you, know. Are you starting a rumor here that it might be the end of the water taxes? No, I'm, I'm, I am speculating that they have possibly, possibly uh, been shelved by this city. I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know. Do you know how bad I'm going to sell out? If they freaking do you know how bad I'm gonna sell out if that's the end of the water taxi? I mean, I don't listen. I try to put myself in Bill Walker's shoes, okay? But I can't be that much of a okay. But uh, I can't imagine this is the real guy podcast, let it out. You I can't imagine I can't imagine having that much inventory. And not being able to run. See, the only way that a water taxi works is if you have enough equipment to run back and forth on, and maintain a schedule and some semblance of service. Okay? You can't just put one boat out there and have it work. People will kill you. Okay? And that was always that was always the issue. You've gotta if you're gonna maintain thirty minutes at each stop, you have to have the equipment to do that. Okay, that's one of the reasons why when you were always asking, how come we have so many boats that are out there and they have so few passengers? It's because they're maintaining a specific level of service that they advertise. Mm. Okay, and that's why you saw so many boats that were plying through the, uh, the, the river and the ICW that were empty. So there's a sliver, a sliver of hope. I, I just don't know what what that looks like and i don't it's it's just they, just tell me there's a sliver of hope it, it could very well possibly be i would not want to be in bill walker's shoes right now Whew. you do not understand the amount of stress that has been lifted off my shoulders just in the last 24 hours well let me put it to you like this okay in me, order let, for let, him let, to, me, let me tell you why one mullet showed up a little bit yeah. I didn't know if the mullet were going to show up or not. They're still not in my canal yet. Well, I didn't say it's like full-fledged yeah. mullet run, but the yeah. mullet did show up, yeah. and we've got a, like a ground swell, and there's going to be some sort of happy bait season. Well, we've got a little front here, too, Which I so. was not very optimistic about. And then, I don't know, last year sometime, right before the big sewage spill, I kind of just lost hope and mm-hmm. thought I was going to have to live with the water taxis for the rest of my life. <laughs> so if you're just telling me there's a sliver of hope... You know, I, like I said, again, in order to maintain that, that is a very capital and labor intensive business. So you can't just open and maintain a schedule without having the equipment and the personnel to do it. All right, let me ask you another question I about the water taxi. Let me ask you another question about the water taxi. <clears throat> Let's just say, in a perfect world, the water taxi service ended tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How long would it take? For Fort Lauderdale to cleanse themselves of the relationship of having that water taxi here, because I bring that up because how many people have you been out on the boats on, with, and the only exposure they've had to the water are the water taxis? Oh well, I mean, me personally, <laughs> literally thousands, right? Know, hundreds of thousands over the right. years. So it's going to take a long time to to to, to cleanse yourself. There's going to be those water taxi types. They're going to want to hold on to that and be like, I remember when I took the water taxi out in Fort Lauderdale. I know that's like nauseating and everything, but it's true. And how many years is it going to take to get rid of that stench? 
Come on, Norm. You, you do get an answer for this. It's, it's, you know what? It's it's gonna. It may it may be a generation. It may be a generation. It's it going could to be, a, be a long, long time. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many people Water Taxi has carried since its inception in 1988. Holy! I just, dude, I just had a revelation. Okay. I just had a revelation, Norm. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, one day my kid is going to tell her kid about how there used to be water taxis in these canal systems. Whoa. I mean, whoa. Now, I will say this. They're back in the 20s. Actually, before the 20s, okay? Before the first Los Olas Boulevard Bridge was opened, the only way to get to the beach was by boat, okay? And there was a guy that was running... Um, some kind of a water taxi back then. I can't it, remember it was the a name ferry, of it. A ferry it was, service. Yeah. Uh, and that was the big thing. Everybody dressed up and they went to the beach. All right. And that was the big thing. All right. And you'd be hard pressed to find somebody today who could name what the name of that boat was. Okay. I should ask Julian Siegel. He might know. So I'm just thinking, if you ask me how long it's going to take to cleanse ourselves of, of, of that problem, I'd say it's probably going to take the better part of 30 or 40 years. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah. I'd have to agree. It's Somewhere to, in that neighborhood. And, you, and we're just going to have to live with that stain. It's just, it's just the way it is. You know, I mean, it's just... <laughs> hey, dude, this is, it's, 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 it's a sliver of hope. It's a sliver of hope. But getting back to the goddamn boat show. Yeah. So what they, are they could come back for the boat show. But but what are they gonna do? Um, like usually by this time they already got the whole intercoastal dug up. They got the pilings all the way across the fucking intercoastal. They're getting ready for those big. Usually the first week of October you start seeing some some movement. Okay. I, haven't so seen, we're, we're, I haven't seen anything yet. Do you think maybe it's going to be scaled down the boat show? Well, that's the interesting thing. Um, I don't know if they're going to have. Uh, the boat show at the convention center because it's all tore up over there. Well, yeah, it's okay, not going so to, right. So I don't know how that's going to affect the T toppers and those guys that are looking for their, you know, you know, their contenders and their invincibles and Hell's their sea Bays hunters and, and Hell's those, Bays and all yeah, that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that's going to affect them. Um, as to whether or not it's scaled back, very possible because a, there's a lot of international involvement in the boat show. That's why they call it the Fort Lauderdale International, International Boat, Boat Show. Right. So I don't know how uh, the guys from overseas are going to make it over here. And, you know, I don't know what that level of, um, you know, what, what's involved there at that level. See, now, I think I think that if they scale down the boat show and they're able to get it all at Bahia Mar in one location, I actually think that the boat show kind of like, you know, the B.B. King mis- men, uh, mentality, less is better. Because I think if you had less boats at the boat show, but if they were more diverse boats in a, one central location where fools didn't have to spend two-thirds of their time traveling from location to location to see the different boats, to have it all in one spot. Well, there, there's... Like the old days. There's a certain... There's a certain well, first of all, you know, there, there are actually five locations of the boat show. There's the, there's the, uh, uh, the convention center, Pier 66, both of which are very torn up. Um, the Sales Marina, Bahiamar, uh, Los Olas Docks, and if you want to consider six locations, the Hall of Fame Marina. Okay, right. so there's actually six different locations. Now, 
I don't know. Again, with all the construction at Pier 66 and, and the convention center, I don't know what that what that means for the total picture, what the bigger picture is. Um, you know, in terms of the in-the-water portion of the boat show that's been traditionally at Bahiamar, you and I, we think of Bahiamar and we think, um, well, everything from Los Olas to Bahiamar. Right. Okay? And that, for us, is Bahiamar, even though it's three different locations just right there. Um you know, I would be all right with that. Okay. I think, I think it would make the boat show better for everybody. Because, I yeah. mean, I'm sure you run into the people who would be like, oh, yeah, I came to the Vore Lauderdale boat show. I'm not going to do it again. Man, was that a pain in the ass. Miami's the same way. It's a major pain in the ass. Why don't they just scale the goddamn thing down, make it a regular boat show that people can attend? Maybe it has to be 10 days instead of five days. No, it's going to be the same five days. Right. But, um, it, you know, uh, what's going to be interesting to me is to see how many people come out for this thing. Right. Okay. Rather than what it looks like. Because I personally, as, as far as I'm concerned, the boat show has been the same show for a long, long time. Okay. I yeah. think it's going to be crazy nuts busy. You know why? Why? Because all the Trump protesters and their flags. I mean, what a better place to show up and brag about doing the Trump protest than the boat show. So if they do have the boat show, I'd imagine... you think the protesters are going to show up, or do you think the Trumpers are going to show up? The Trumpers. The Trump, I think the Trumpers will definitely show up. Well, the, the ones that were flying their flag, flag the hardest and sporting the piss out of their Trump flag, Yeah. what a better place to be than the boat show to talk about sporting your Trump flag. I would like to be a vendor at the boat show selling, selling nothing, I know, selling nothing but uh, Trump flags. I would like to be a, the, the official... <laughs> Trump flag vendor at the boat show. Would I would you, sell out. Do you want to be the Trump flag vendor at the boat show that donates the money to Trump? Or do you want to be the flea market guy that's totally scamming everybody and selling counterfeit Trump stuff? And no, no, no. I'd, 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 sell, I'd sell the real thing and... and, and uh, Split it with and, Trump's and campaign? It. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Yeah. He probably wouldn't even take the money. He'd just be happy. You're he, no, he's taking money. I see him on Facebook ads. He's taking money. He's asking for money. <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, dude, I people, would too. When you see how much money Biden gets to spend, why? You know, I mean, it's got to. He's got to be like, damn. I would. I'd love to outspend Biden. He says, but then I have to be spending my own money. No, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Now, all I can tell you is, is that you know, listen. As far as the boat show is concerned, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same type of thing. It's going to be, as far as I'm concerned, it'll be a little bit different uh, in as much as that. I think we'll probably not see uh, the same level of attendance. I think the attendance will probably be down because of all the people that are scared of COVID and those people that can't fly or they can't get out or they can't come in from, right. from overseas. Let me ask you this. How pissed would you be if the boat show people the people that actually ran the boat show mm -hmm. kind of squeezed out the sport fish docks what do you mean kind of they've been they, they, no, when was the last time you saw a sport fish boat at the boat show well i'm just saying they only have a couple of docks left on the south side of friggin bhmr where the brokers will bring the bigger ones but what if what if they squeeze those guys out entirely I don't think they're going to squeeze out HMY and Allied Marine. Or not what? Not Allied Marine. Uh, Marine well, Max. Well, there's, yeah, there's a few of them. But mm -hmm. those big brokers with all those sport fish boats. But yeah, no, just one more azimuth. <laughs> just one more yeah, we need one. We need, we, we need one more uh, um, cookie cutter Italian piece of scatta. 
<laughs> yeah, that's just what that's what the boat show needs. Well, okay, that's been the trend over the years. Do you want to know what the easiest way to put together the boat show would be? Okay, is to take basically six boats. That's all you need to put on a boat show. Is six six boats, maybe seven boats. Okay, production boats. All right. Okay. You need you need your you need your you need your forty six foot sea ray. You need your fifty foot azimuth. You need your seventy foot pershing, okay, uh, and pick one. Okay, you need your sea hunter. Okay, those four boats right there, because that's what everything is. So you just figure okay? that covers the market. That covers the market by sector. But then, you can have your mega yachts, because every one of those are different. So you have your mega yachts. Okay, but you have like five or six production boats. That's all there is, and then you can have all the guys that pimp those different boats, and that that would save you tons of space. Okay. Okay, that would save you tons of space because what I'm getting at is everything that's a production boat today looks exactly like everything else. Right. So why have 500 of the same thing. All right, how do you feel about Bertram and Hatteras putting windows in the side of sport fishing boats? It's a catastrophe. The, you the, don't put windows in a sport fish boat. Right. But, okay? they're, do, but they're doing it. and they're They've not... got air-conditioned mezzanines in the cockpit. <laughs> okay? Who needs their butt air-conditioned while you're watching your baits? Does that mean that the women now... Or either more loaded than the rich dude, or just call the shots more. Than the I don't rich know dude. who made the decision about the windows. I don't know what what drove that design dynamic. Okay, now I will tell you that you want to hear women, something said. I think it was Azimut. It, it very well could be. I think Azimut was it, the first one who was stupid enough to put windows on the side of the freaking hall. Very well could have been. It, it was either Azimut or Lazara. Um, and and all I can tell you is, well, first of all, let's just be let's just be clear about one thing. Women have always driven the market. Have always driven the market. Why did the thirty-eight cigarette go away? Because the woman decided that she didn't want to bounce around and go that fast. So she told her husband, let's get something more comfortable. And then it needed to have another stateroom. Okay? And then a little company called Ocean Yachts came out. You remember Ocean Yachts? Okay? Yeah. They came out in the 1980s. And they came out with a 46 and a 48-foot Ocean Yacht that could have cornered the market if it was built well. Well, they damn sure changed the market with that okay. boat. That, the interior of that boat was spectacular. And everybody at Hatteras and Bertram just looked at each other and went, wow, wow how you, are we going to do this? You make them for the women, really? Oh, my God, what a novel idea. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, even, I, remember, I remember walking on board. My father was a broker for HMY, and he had sold a 48-foot ocean to a customer of his, and I walked on board the boat, and I was blown away. I'd never seen a, 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 an interior that was that nice in a production boat. Right. I mean, it was just something else. Yeah. 
Okay, so if you want to know where design comes from, it's all geared towards the ladies. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. I don't know. I, I don't know. It, say I was gonna go in there, get Jim Smith to build me one of these fucking ninety-three footers that he's doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I want, hey Jim, do me a favor, put in a nice diagonal window right in the side of that bitch for me. <laughs> Is Jim making my boat? <laughs> is Jim going next? Man, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, the, the, trends in, the trends in the sport fishing design is, is really something else. It's really interesting because for a lot of years, uh, the trend was towards bigger and bigger sport fish boats. Right. Okay, the guys that that started out with the you know with the forty six Hatteras's, uh, you know, and the forty six Bertrams, uh, then eventually, you know, got bigger boats, and then they went custom, and then the custom boats weren't big enough, and then they went bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay, and then they started, you know, traveling all over the world, and uh, then they decided that the range wasn't so much the issue because the wife didn't want to spend all the time on the boat. Right. Okay. So what happened? They started buying yachts as motherships. Okay. Well, now you've got your 110 foot mothership or your 130 foot Westport. Okay, as a mothership. Right. But you don't need that 70 foot or 85 foot merit. Right. So you get. Okay. So you get a 45 foot center console now. <laughs> so so you get a 45 foot center console. Or you, or or all of a sudden, you notice Viking started building those forty foot sport fish boats again. Right. Okay, those 45, 46 footers again. Okay, and now you're starting to see, uh, you know, some more of those mid sized sport fish boats coming back. You know, the Japs are are buying merits, old school merits, like they're going out of style. Really? Okay. I I don't know how many. Uh, 43 and 46 foot merits we shipped to to Japan last year. And that doesn't surprise me. A lot of them. Well, the Japs want quality. They want the best of the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've yep. always been that way. Mm-hmm. That's just the way they think. So for those boats to be going over there does not surprise me whatsoever. Yep. You know, we built salt shakers over in Japan for a while. Really? We built eight salt shakers in Fukushima in one of the biggest boat building companies in the world. No wonder that boat was lit up green when I saw it. That boat, uh, they built 48s <laughs> to 63s aluminum in yeah. the boat factory in Fukushima. No kidding. And they were badass. Like, totally badass. Man, I tell you what, that one that I almost bought, that was close. The, old, the, the thing that stopped me was the engines on it. I just didn't want to repower Oh, the old Salt Shaker 30. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you a little story <laughs> real quick about Salt Shaker 30s. Um, well, actually, this one's a 33. But my cousin up in Massachusetts, Eric, wanted to get a a, a big center console. And there was a guy in um, Naples that had this mint 33-foot walk-around Salt Shaker, 10.5-foot beam. And um guy passed away, and... Long story short, Eric ended up with the boats going up to Humrock Beach nice. next summer. So uh, probably go up there and do some bluefin fishing with him on his new salt chick. Nice. How about that. Nice. That's that's like coming back home for you, huh? Yeah, it'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish... Listen, I, 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 would, I wish that I could walk into the boat show and it was 1988 all over again. Okay? Where I walk all the way down 
D-Dock, for example, okay? And it's nothing but outriggers and towers all right. the way down. Right. Okay? Right. Now, the boat show years ago, well, it was 50-50. You had 50% fishing boats. The north side. 50% sailboats, trawlers, and... Cruisers. What do they call them? Uh, motor yachts. Motor yachts, then. yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely. But half the boat show yep. was dedicated towards fishing boats. You could go and see all the new sport fish boats. Everyone. Okay, everyone. And, <clears throat> you know, you had you had your custom guys. You even had some of your, you, you even had some of, like, Buddy Davis would show up. Sure. Okay, and he, he would, he, you know, he was pimping Carolina boats, you know. And the Carolina, let me tell you what, the Carolina boats today are like the Merits and Rybovich's of yesterday. Right. Okay, they have that level of design and finish in them. I mean, they're, they're just beautiful, beautiful boats. But back then, you didn't see them. I would love to see the guys from the Carolinas have one whole dock at the boat show. You go down there and you'd see, you know, you'd see uh all all the all the all the boat builders from the Carolinas yeah. on one dock. That would be just awesome. Yeah. Well, like you said in the old days, the guys that Owned the companies actually had the names, so Buddy Davis actually owned Buddy Davis. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah well, you know, but you know what though? Okay, that not that hasn't changed too much. Okay, Buddy Davis. Yeah, he, they sold out to Viking, and now the brand is just. But dude, it went all the way down to the small boats. Like you knew the dude that owned Rubalo. You knew the Schweppes. Oh that yeah, owned I see what you're saying. That owned Mako. You you know what I mean? You knew the friggin' everybody that owned every company. The only guy that I know anymore who was we knew back then was Roy Roy Merritt. Yeah. Scott Deal, believe it or not, still makes uh, Mavericks, but yeah. they also make Roballo or Cobia. Well, the, and I don't know. They, make, they own it, but they don't. What's well, in the it, same yeah. goddamn a, yeah, factory? Yeah, they own it. Yeah, and um, the, uh, 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 Roballo's made in the same factory as Mavericks. It's either Roballo or Cobia or both. I, know I can see Cobia and Roballo in the same factory. That's practically the same boat. Right, and um, yeah. Pathfinder and Maverick, all in the same, all in the same. You know, would be, you know what would be interesting, huh. and I think it would be a success, is if you had, if you had a custom boat, boat show, or a classic boat boat show, right? Okay. Well, classic boat boat show. Well, damn, it'd be a great the, success because shit, you see what happens when they have the custom tournaments. Yeah. The custom shootouts and yeah, stuff are only custom boats. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's everybody wants to put their custom boat on that because they don't want to be around the schleps with the Vikings. I wanted to put my boat in the in the custom shootout, but it's all the way over on the other side of the Bahamas. So I mean, it's just like, how do we work that? No, I was I was seriously trying to get the Zen Dog in um, at one point. Yeah, but I'm just saying that the custom the custom shootouts were um, huge success and still are, as the other tournaments are failing miserably. So I think a boat show with custom well, boats in it would be. I, I mean, that would be huge. Think about it. You could have you could have all your you could have all your uh, all your Carolina guys on one dock. You have your Florida builders on another dock. See, that's, you'd have your northern guys. But see, that's what I mean by smaller, smaller boat show in more days. So all right, you keep the boat show to the size of Bahia Mar. Mm-hmm. Okay, rotate the boats out. Five days of sport fish boats. Five days of classic boats, five oh. days of mega yachts, five days of sailboats, and that way, you, one you don't have to mix with the with the uh, mega yacht <laughs> trash or the sailboat trash. 
it would be nice. It, it, the, it's, the town would be on fire for a month instead of just a couple of weeks. It would take that long just to rotate the boats out. It would be a massive undertaking. More massive than it is now? With five oh, yeah. locations? Sure. Fucking lo- yeah. I'd rather have it like that. And like you said, I'll show up. Yeah. Minus the boat show trash, minus the the sailboat trash, and oh. all that kind of stuff. But you know, let me tell you what: can gold diggers actually work that long in a month? Yeah, yeah. You think they can? There's enough of them; they'll be on rotation. <laughs> and I think if the boat show gets too big, where the guys at a dock are not allowed to run anymore, where they have to move their boats, then that's the number one sign that the boat show's gotten too big. The number one sign that the boat show is a farce, <laughs> a total farce, is the fact that the guys on a dock don't get any trips during the boat show. Dude, they're asked to leave. Okay. Well, yeah, but you know what? Okay. They have to leave, but you've got that many people in town. You've got how many millions of people do they say go through that thing every year? I don't know what the number is, okay? And nobody gets called to go on a fishing trip one half of a day? Exactly, exactly. What is that? What about the parking? Like, all right, is the guy that's parking west of the tunnel, is he buying a mega yacht? No. No. It's not happening. Of course not. Is the guy that's parking west of the tunnel downtown area how many limos do you see pulling up to the boat show and letting somebody off right none so if the parking goes west of federal then you know that the boat no, that guy's too, a ham and egger well you know that the boat show's too big yeah absolutely <laughs> okay the, you know who makes out is the uber guys and the taxi drivers those are the guys that really make the money during the boat show and do you know who gets kicked right in the balls during the boat show the people that live in Victoria Park, Los Angeles, and Rio Vista, as these <laughs> fools just infiltrate and get every little piece of the fucking town. Every piece they get. <laughs> it's true. Really? You get a bunch of traffic through here. Dude, it's like in the traffic, walkers. We get walkers. walkers. You have drunks at night. You see them in the bushes and shit. In Victoria Park. <laughs> Rio Vista. Don't, don't leave out the other good areas, Los Angeles Isles. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't know, man. That's funny. Well, I, I mean, it's not spring break anymore. It's not spring break where they're freaking puking in the bushes. It's the boat show. Oh, jeez. I, I mean, I remember. I, I remember having to stand on that barge at Water Taxi and stand on that barge and watch all these people standing in line, okay, behind you, waiting for their water taxi ride to get out, okay. <laughs> And it was the it was the worst feeling in the world. Okay, it was uh, because you could feel like five hundred eyeballs burning into the back of your neck, waiting for that boat ride to take them way up the river or to wherever you know their 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 Chevy Chevette was. Okay, who is that guy that parks west of the west of the tunnel? Who is he? It's either of two people, in my opinion. I t- okay? I'll tell you who it is. Go ahead. It's you the tell poor me. bastards that have to work in there. I was going to say the brokers are one of them, okay, and the other the other guy is your um, is your dreamer, okay, the guy who would never be they can't they could barely afford to get into the boat show, okay, and this is their big thing that they look forward to all year, is to go to the boat show and and drink their warm beer. And eat their arepas and just walk around and try and get on all these boats. Okay? 
Those are the guys parking. Those are the, the guys. Federal. Okay, they're the ones. They're they're still driving. their you know they're eighty five Camaros. Okay, and it's the same car. They're going to the boat show. The same thing. It's every year. You see that same guy every single year. Philly guys. Philly guys. Jersey There's guys. Philly guys. Jersey guys. Guys that own auto parts stores. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it is. Okay. I mean, I listen. I, I used to drive these guys around town. For years I did this. I know who gets on that water taxi. I know who those people are. Okay, and the worst of all of them are the boat uh, are the boat brokers, because they're the ones that get in there and they're all badged up and they got their credentials and they got their shirts on and they're cleanly. They just came off the press, dude. Okay, and they get, got and they gonna, got all. You're huh? gonna get looks from across the room over there at Southport Robert by the brokers. They're gonna be like, no, no, no. Those that, are those are the quarter deck guys. There's, there's that guy Norm. <laughs> Holy shit. But they know I'm right. Okay? And they get on and they expect their they they expect their quick transportation and their uh, their very fast service because they're the most important people in in the in the uh, in the boat shows is, is the boat brokers. All right. So, would it be correct to say that the boat brokers are sporting the piss out of their credentials? Oh, after the boat show at the restaurants and the places? If you if you see a guy at Southport after the show is closed, he's wearing his credentials. If he's credentialed up, he's still wearing them, or at least his lanyard. Don't, see, I was I always thought that you shouldn't get a credential unless you actually have an office or a desk, because I would say the vast majority of people sporting the piss out of their credentials during the boat show, they don't even have an office to go to. Which is one of the reasons they're sporting the piss so hard out of that credential because they finally got a little something. It's 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 like going to iCast. Oh, that's the other thing too. <laughs> iCast followed suit with the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. They're gonna go ahead and do it? No. Oh. But <laughs> the big thing about iCast is the parties at iCast. Which oh, they, the after parties? Right, which they directly Have totally, you ever been to an after party? No. Okay. But they're big. And they're getting drunk, and they freaking learn from the Four Lauderdale Boat Show crowd. I have never been to an after party. At the show? At the boat show? At the mean? boat show. Right. I've never been. I've never so much as even been invited. Have you ever been invited to an after party at the boat show? Yes, I've been invited to after parties at the boat shows. Do you, you want to? You have been invited. When I rent, when? Do you remember when Southern Boating, when, when, when Chip and his brother Skip, would walk around and shake everybody's hand, and you'd go to their after party. It was actually a cool um, after party. Yeah, maybe actually. That was that old was, school. That was old school. And they they were the kids, and the dad was the one that actually threw the party. And it was more of a Miami boat show party than it was a Fort Lauderdale boat show party. But that's the last time that I ever even considered going to an after party at the boat show. But then again, back then, all the boat owners and boat brokers and boat manufacturers knew each other, and you kind of wouldn't mind hanging out with them except for the fact that you've just been busting your ass from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night for five days. So to go to an after party after all that was a feat in itself. But there was a time when there was a decent after party. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you have I, to go back 30 years. But. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what I would like to do what? is is because I've got this tender service that I that I do with my boat. I would love to provide private tender service to the boat show, which they are arranging for it this year. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. And kind of like boat show Ubers. Kind of like boat show Ubers, but it's really for a specific group of like like I could get hired by a particular yacht brokerage, a, a, a you know X Y Z yacht oh, okay, brokerage might you. hire me to run back and forth. I would love to do that. But, you know, I got to tell you something. The The best thing about the boat show is that um, is that I don't have to go to it. <laughs> right. right. I can't stand the boat show. Well, and the other thing is 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 <laughs> it, it's tough for guys like you and me to, to do the boat show anymore. But it's easy for people like the new locals, the people that are moving into the apartments and shit around here. They love to tell their people from wherever they came from that the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show is happening. Do you know and why don't you come down for the week of the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show? How many times a year do you get hit up by people that are coming in for the show? Hey, can you hook me up with the boat show? Can you get me into the boat show? Can you get me passes? I actually had a guy that I don't know. He's a Facebook friend. Okay. He actually hit me up this year. And he said, hey, man, can I crash at your place? I'm coming Whoa. in for boat show. Whoa. I'm like, dude. Dude. <laughs> what? <are you>? what? <laughs> Let's end the podcast on that. Anybody that's coming to the Fort Lauderdale boat show, do not hit your friends up that live here. No, it's annoying. Yeah, don't hit them up no matter how close you think you are or... If you don't think you're close, especially, but do not hit up locals that live in downtown Fort Lauderdale for lodging. Or I would say, if you are coming in for the boat show, it's fine to tell us, all right, you're coming in for the boat show. And if we do have a hookup, we'll let you know. Well, but you, don't don't yeah. solicit one. All right, all, right, here's an, all right, since we're giving advice for people that are coming into the boat shows... Don't come in from out of town. Go to the boat show and then ask your local friend to meet you at Coconuts for a drink. That's a good idea. <laughs> it, you know what? That's really where we probably should have started this podcast was what kind of advice can locals such as you and I give to people who are coming into the boat show, you know, coming in from out of town, going to the boat show? I tell you what we'll do. We'll do a new podcast a week before the boat show with the yeah. top 10 traveling top, tips yep. for the Fort Lauderdale Absolutely. boat show. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. That's Norm Beckoff. This is Captain Jeff, the Lunker Dog. Thanks for tuning into this week's podcast on the Fort Lauderdale boat show. And um, look forward to the uh, top 10. How's it going to go? Traveling tips. Traveling. Top 10 traveling tips. Say that five times fast. Top 10 traveling tips for the Fort Lauderdale boat yep, show. For flips. Run that dog, Run that dog. <laughs>